Welcome to My Fertility Journey, Life Chats with Bianca Bullissian. to the show. As I always say, if you're a regular, thanks for coming back. It means the world to me. And if this is your first time, thanks for tuning in. You can always go back to season one, episode zero, to know a bit more about my journey and also the trailer of season two to get a quick update of what's happening right now. So on to what we will talk about today. Last week was tough, to say the least. It felt long, sad, and heavy. It ended on a positive with George Floyd's trial verdict coming out and Derek Chauvin being pronounced guilty. Yes, a relief and a cause for celebration, but yet another reminder of how just fucked up things are how this is not justice, it's just basic accountability, and how unfairly we just hold our breath and expect the worst, when this should have been a no-brainer, like the most obvious of verdicts. And you might ask, why is Bianca talking about George Floyd's trial and racial injustice in a fertility podcast? And yeah, why? Well, racism and white supremacy is not an isolated phenomenon on the streets of the United States. It's everywhere, as we should know. And it's in all systems that cater society. It's not something I was particularly aware of, nor am I very knowledgeable about it now, but it doesn't take much just scrolling or hashtag searching to find articles and posts on racial disparities in the medical system that then unavoidably trickle into the infertility world. A few words to consider when we're reflecting on the privilege of fertility treatments. Representation, affordability, accessibility, gaslighting, racism, discrimination. So yeah, last week felt heavy and I was constantly checking in with my BIPOC friends to see if they were all right, you know, as all right as one can be. And then came Tuesday and I had a few choices. I could just whip up and edit an episode like the one that will come up next week with a guest. I could read the post that I had chosen and reflect on it, disregarding completely all that I was feeling internally. And I could write something like, what I've been talking about now and be true to myself and what I want this show to be. That's what I chose. Yet, I just couldn't get myself to sit in front of the mic and record it. So I chose to give myself the time and the space 
also respecting the time and space of those that were healing from almost a year of anxious breath holding since George Floyd's death. And I skipped a week, something I had promised I wouldn't do. But here we are, the world's still spinning and no one can tell the difference. <laughs> so I guess it's, it's all to say that, you know, we all have our own rhythm and pace and we have to give ourselves a bit of grace when we don't feel like doing something or we don't feel like what we thought we were supposed to do serves us, right? It's okay to change your mind and change your plans. So yes, we do need to be aware of the racial injustices that we have in the infertility community as well. And raise voices that are different from ours and share posts that look different than ours and create diversity and inclusion for everyone. So hopefully at some point we'll all have the privilege to choose what fertility treatments we want and when we want them. And today I'm going to be reading one of my posts that was written in December 2015 and it's about the appointment where I found out that I couldn't conceive naturally. Here we go. It's called When My World Came Crumbling Down. I'm sitting in the doctor's office by myself and in what seems like slow motion she says So, with your numbers, it is medically impossible for you to get pregnant naturally. But, you know, miracles happen. I felt a knot on my throat. What? You're giving me a miracle chance? A 0% possibility plus a miracle chance of getting pregnant. No, of course not. She's giving me hope. Hmm. Because if I decide to do IVF procedure, then my chances are good. They're not. And I'll have my baby. Or, you know, not. If when you read, but miracles happen, you thought, aw, what a nice, kind doctor. No, it was delivered with the utmost untrust that a miracle could ever happen, and in a very matter-of-fact way, not the motherly, caring way that you instinctively heard. I know, I've been through it, she says in a way that was not at all empathetic or acknowledging the shock and disbelief that I was battling with. It was the most painful thing I've ever had to hear. How do you go from, girls need to be careful at all times, if a guy so much looks at you, you will get pregnant, to, I'm sorry, but mm, nope, not happening, ever. It was a slap in the face, 
But it was also a raw realization that I was not as healthy as I looked or felt. I've always been small, slim, and no big health issues. I was raised with homeopathic medicine, I didn't take rounds and rounds of antibiotics, I grew up on lots of veggies and salads. That all means that maybe I have a good immune system, but somewhere along the road something must have gone wrong and my reproductive system was not functioning as it should. As a woman, you can only imagine how that feels. Being scared your whole life that you might accidentally get pregnant, and then when you're finally ready, it doesn't happen. The one thing we know, or we're taught to believe, as animals, we are born to breed. As humans, we go through life looking for success and society's approval. The woman raises the family, the man provides. Well... Not for us. I can't raise a family, my body refuses to breed. My husband is denied his instinct to provide for it. The pain was unbelievable, almost unbearable at times. Like I was broken, my heart shattered in a million pieces. My body failed me. Since that dreadful day at the doctor's office, I've come a long way. It was like light was shedded in a part of my life that I couldn't previously see. The feeling of failure, disempowerment, vulnerability, distrust in my own body. I now have access to those feelings and I feel grateful for the chance to work on all of that. I now know that suffering can bring wisdom and purpose. The pain that immobilizes you is the same pain that creates the need to overcome. The famous kick in the butt. And if you allow it space, it will help show you a path. My actions today are little efforts to be happy. I believe finding joy amongst the chaos and grief will open doors for that miracle. The miracle that sounded cold and unreachable at my doctor's lips now feels like a world of possibilities in my heart. That was just over five years that I wrote it and I still can't read it without crying. I can see myself sitting on those plush cushions receiving those news, just terrified and alone. Leo couldn't be there so you can imagine the pain of having to tell him that all over again later at home. It was probably the lowest point in my journey for sure. The feeling of just wanting to rip off your skin, wanting to just live in another body, the embarrassment of not being able to do what's perceived as such a simple human function. But you know, as I said, the that suffering was the catalyst that pushed me to be where I am today. 
The pain gave me the ultimate strength to overcome the obstacles that were put in front of me from that day forward. Some of them are my needle phobia, financial stress and uncertainty, relationship challenges, hormonal reactions, physical pain and discomfort. And after these mini epiphanies that I kept having, a few years later I realized how this journey changed me and it guided me ultimately to where I wanted to be as a mother and also as a wife because our relationship and our marriage changed for the better quite a bit. And I knew I wouldn't change it for the world. I would not go back even if it meant that I could just easily have a baby in my arms. It's hard to say that, but it's it's true and I feel it in in the bottom of my heart. And what I want and wish for anyone in this path is to find your purpose which, you know, is different than saying this happens for a reason or you had to go through it because of this or that. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. But try to find the wisdom and the strength from all this pain and suffering. I'll leave you all with that today and... Wishing you a lovely day and week, and I'll see you next Tuesday, where I will share my chat with a wonderful guest, Ola, from Fertility Conversations Podcast. So I will see you then. Take care of yourselves. Bye for now. This podcast wouldn't be up and running if it wasn't for the help of a few very special people. You can find my special thanks to them all at myfertilityjourney.ca. And if you want to keep in touch, find me on Instagram on at myfertilityjourney.ca. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave a review to support the show, and share it with anyone you think might benefit from it. Love you all and I'll see you soon.